Hello, I'm Sean McLeod and I'm British Ambassador to Serbia. This is my new blogcast, The Online Diplomat. I was recently asked to open a conference on communications. Because of the public health situation in Serbia, like so many countries, the conference was heard virtually, that's to say, online. It's a dangerous thing to be an amateur opening a conference of professionals. To do so using their own medium was, to use typically British irony, courageous. I realised that I was probably in more need of advice from the experts than they were from me. But as the saying goes, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Diplomacy, broadly speaking, is about policy, people and places. A diplomat's life and work is about presenting policy, meeting people and visiting places. That's tricky just now. I wouldn't go as far as a well-known commentator for Carnegie Europe who said that coronavirus had, quote, brought diplomatic activity to a standstill, unquote. But there is quite a lot of what we normally do that we can't do or have to do differently. We may even discover that some things that we have been doing for years, we don't really need to do at all now. Diplomacy used to be conducted behind closed doors. Diplomats and their profession had a certain status and mystique. As a child at a small village school, I might have been able to find a definition of a diplomat in a dictionary, but nothing more. Now, I can find the whole world of diplomacy online. The online world offers diplomats many tempting opportunities and we're still learning how to use them productively. Like other professions, we've probably spent far too much time over the past eight months using our newly acquired capability to hold global meetings at the drop of a diplomatic hat. Example one, the Foreign Secretary, the British Foreign Secretary, has 258,000 followers on Twitter. The Foreign Office cat, Palmerston, at Diplomog, has 112,000 followers on Twitter. So not as many as the Foreign Secretary, but more than many government ministers and certainly more than any British ambassador. But you can't really ask a cat to tweet about international negotiations or nuclear policy, can you? Example two. I'm an experienced diplomat. I can write carefully argued foreign policy advice and provide polished analysis. My job is to represent my country, the United Kingdom, not to promote my own personality. But I get more attention on social media if I play a musical instrument or post a picture of my bicycle than if I write about arms control treaties, for example. The online world presents many challenges for diplomats and not just the risk of getting it wrong and causing embarrassment with a badly judged post. Social media, social media favours the brief, the ephemeral and the superficial. It prefers the entertaining over the serious. There's a careful balance to be struck between the entertaining and the serious when you're an official representative of your country. In normal times, that's OK. I love the fun stuff, the colourful stuff and the funny stuff that presents a different, more human side of diplomats and diplomacy. It lets us talk to a wider audience. And I should mention that for British diplomats in particular, of course, social media gives us additional opportunities to pursue our national pastime of commenting on the weather. But our primary purpose as diplomats is not to entertain or to indulge our endemic enthusiasm for meteorology. 
Sometimes we need more than an Instagram snap, or we need more than 140 characters to talk about serious and important issues. Sometimes, too, 140 characters may be enough for an important topic, but your audience doesn't find it quite as interesting as your photo of a beautiful sunset. The real challenge now is how to be really effective when most of your diplomacy is online. How should you be a diplomat when you're doing most of your meetings over video links? When you can't hold big events to bring people together at your embassy? When you can't travel freely around your host country? There's good digital diplomacy and there's bad digital diplomacy. That's to say the thankfully rare times when diplomats get it wrong and undermine policies or damage relationships. But in the middle, there's a lot of stuff that we as diplomats post that is neither really good nor bad, but is probably honestly really liked by other diplomats or the people in our pictures. You know what I mean. A picture of a meeting that has a caption saying, great meeting. As a diplomat, I can use digital media to interact with people. I can use it to inform and to entertain. And of course, all diplomats want to have a positive influence on what people think about their country. We're still all exploring how best to work offline and online in a coronavirus world. To put it simply, as an online diplomat, I want to make decision makers understand UK policies and views. I want to promote things that are important to us, like environmental protection and media freedom. I want to tell a wider audience about my country. And of course, I want to create a positive impression of the UK. In a coronavirus world, it's more important that ever, than ever that I'm using the right tools, creating the right content, and that I have the right digital and communication skills. This podcast, or blogcast, is a bit of an experiment. I'm not aware of any other ambassadors that record podcasts. There may be a good reason for that, and I may find out, find out shortly. But please listen in for the next few weeks and let me know what you think, and tell me what you would like to know about diplomats and diplomacy. My Twitter handle is at Sean C. McLeod. And my embassy is at UK in Serbia. When I remember to, I use the hashtag Kakobiti Diplomata, how to be a diplomat. We've posted links to this blogcast. Please follow us, let us know what you think, and let us know what more you would like to know about diplomats and diplomacy. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.